0: fantasy football draft season is upon us i'm austin i'm joined by logan and we have some bold predictions for you guys and i know a lot of you guys aren't gonna like some of these we got some spicy hot takes you know what logan i'm gonna hop right into the spicy hot one for you i'm gonna let let me know what you think about this one my first bold prediction of the fantasy football season t higgins will outscore jamar chase now i understand Everyone loves Jamar Chase. They see him doing the gritty, they see him doing all the all the off-the-field stuff, all the on-the-field stuff. The guy's a superstar. There's a reason he's being drafted as a wide receiver three off the board behind Cup and Justin Jefferson. But let me let me talk about Jamar Chase and T. Higgins here. When you look at last year, you're looking at T. Higgins going in that wide receiver 11 to 13 range. So not necessarily outside the realm of possibility for T. Higgins to outscore Jamar. But last season, Higgins missed some time, and that helped Chase score a lot of points in fantasy, being a fantasy football rock star. I mean, the guy was average, he was wide receiver five, average 15. And a half points per game. If you look at Higgins, he missed four four games and still averaged 13 and a half or 13 points per game. So the difference was only two and a half points per game. You also got to think about it. at the end of the year in the fantasy football championships. Jamar Chase had that 50-point game. How likely is it that he has another 50-point game? I think the defenses are gonna try to, you know, game plan a little bit more for Jamar Chase. You're gonna see it's a lot of T Higgins, man on man. We know how tall T Higgins is, we know Joe Burrow loves to target him in the red zone. That's my first take. No.
1: T. Higgins is going to outscore Jamar Chase in fantasy football. Logan, how do you like that one? That's that's so spicy to start off. But honestly, I mean, it's it's not as crazy as it might sound, right? Because if you're if you're value hunting, right, I'm I i, I do not love where Jamar Chase is being taken in drafts. He's being taken really high. Like T Higgins obviously to me has a bigger value. Now, value aside. I, the chemistry that Joe Burrow has with Jamar Chase is undeniable. You know, on, on this podcast, I've compared it before to kind of like the Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams previous chemistry of past. Like, they're only going to get better that that duo. So, I, at the end of the day, I still think Jamar Chase is that guy. But what you said about T Higgins is all fair because you know, as a former you know T Higgins owner, fantasy owner last year, I remember how explosive he was in that offense, in that pass first offense. You definitely wanted to target, you know, put wide receivers in that offense. So it's it's spicy though, for sure.
0: Yeah, I think T is due for a big year, Logan. What's your favorite bold prediction this year?
1: Okay, so we're 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 jumping into the quarterback position, a, a, a position everybody likes to you know target. Not sure what to do with, right? Well, I know what I'm doing with Kyler Murray, and I'm not I'm not taking Kyler Murray at all. My bold prediction is that Kyler Murray. Won't be a top ten quarterback, and might it not even be a viable quarterback in like twelve team leagues? I just don't see. I don't see Kyler Murray being there, right? Right now, he's being ranked as like quarterback five, and and there's so many quarterbacks I'd rather take. Number one, I don't trust Cliff Kingsbury uh, in that offense. Cliff Kingsbury, for, Cliff Kingsbury, for whatever reason, just doesn't have the red zone offense figured out, and that that definitely hurts Kyler Murray's upside to me. Second of all, he's going to be missing Hopkins for several games. And obviously, like when you're missing your top receiver, uh, the production should take a dip. And then third of all, he's just he, he can't see over the dang offensive line. Like it's it's about time we, we sit and start, you know, say, you know, how how is his height actually does affect his his play as quarterback, because he really does have to scramble around the pocket you know, in different ways that other quarterbacks uh, might might be able to see over the offensive line. It's kind of like he's it's like me playing out there at, the, at that side. So I'm going to be honest with you. Kyler Murray is still, to me, just not not in that top 10, not in that top 12 range. I think people are a little bit too high in Kyler Murray. You know
0: what, Logan? I don't actually hate the call. I, I've talked about it. And if you've been watching our fantasy football videos, definitely can check them out there. We'll, we'll link a bunch of them in the description. But Kyler Murray and, and the QB position as a whole is I would say it's one of the deepest we've seen in a hot minute. Like there's probably 12 QBs that wouldn't surprise me that could score more than Kyler Murray. And I don't want to go through listing all of them, but there's still some sleeper QBs out there that people are expecting a big season, maybe like Kirk Cousins, maybe like a Derek Carr. That might have been more of a consistent floor than Kyler Murray. We've seen Kyler in the past, you know, he earned this big payday and, you know, we've seen him in the past stumble in the red zone. We've seen them kick a ton of field goals. That's why you normally, if you're drafting Kyler Murray, you might as well draft Matt Prater with him, team up him with the field goal. So, you know what? I don't hate that call. I'm gonna actually sticking that quarterback position. I'm going to go with my next bold prediction. Trey Lance, it factors in him. I think he's going to be a top five fantasy QB. So you think about the quarterback position, you think at the top of the helm, you got, you know, the Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jacksons of the world. I think Trey Lance is going to be right in that conversation at the end of the year. Now, right now you're going to get QB, you know, right around even you know, round 12, QB 13 for Trey Lance. So not even being drafted as a QB one in 10, even 12 team leagues. But I think at the end of the year, it's going to be much better than that. I think by even five or six games in, people are going to be like, dang, how did I miss on Trey Lance? Look at this guy that drafted him. If you look at Trey Lance, he didn't really – he started two games, technically played in three, throwing you know, 15 passes in three games. And he averaged 18.7 points per game. The guy I look at the most from last year, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts by no metric was a good fan, a good QB in NFL terms, but in fantasy football, he was a rock star. He was QB nine, and that was on it throwing just 16 passing touchdowns. 16, but that's one per game. That's not a good average. Nine interceptions. Now I made up some ground literally and figuratively by having, you know, 784 rushing yards and 10 rushing touchdowns. And while I don't necessarily think Lance is gonna have 10 rushing touchdowns, that's pretty tough to do. I do think Lance will be a big part of the majority of this, you know. 49ers rushing attack. Elijah Mitchell also injured coming into the year. They're going to rely on Lance. You also look in the two games, two of the three games he started, he threw two-plus touchdowns. So if you know you can get Lance in that 20 to 25 passing touchdown range, I think it's going to vault him into a huge ceiling, a huge floor for a fantasy QB. Top five, I don't think he's going too uh, too far on a limb. Give me some Trey Lance action late on my draft, man.
1: I, look, I, I, I love the call because if as long as he's getting some work with his legs in there, right, that's the that's the ultimate cheat code to fantasy football. If you have that dual threat quarterback and obviously we know Trey Lance is, is that dual threat quarterback. What worries me a little bit about that one is how run first the offense you know, for, for the 49ers usually are like the 49ers, you know, you guys ever play Madden, you turn the setting to two clock. Yeah. That's what the 49ers like to do. So that limits your fantasy upside to me and, and Kyle Shanahan's not going to change his ways. Like that's still going to be his philosophy, even with a guy like Trey Lance, but, but where he's being taken and where his upside is. Yeah. I I could certainly see it. I, I I think uh, there's, there's a lot of quarterbacks that, that uh, could probably do a lot worse than Trey Lance as far as, you know, just value sake.
0: Like Kyler Murray, for example.
1: Exactly. <laughs> like Kyler. Will... How about that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's your next
1: bold prediction, Logan? Yeah, let's go. Let's go to the wide receiver position, right? And let's let's talk about one of one of my guys, my homies, right? I love Adam Thielen, right? And I, I call it call this a homer pick. Call it a little bit biased, but I think Adam Thielen's going to be a top fifteen fantasy wide receiver this year because I I just I I remember all of the chemistry that he has with Kirk Cousins, and obviously, as you mentioned, you know, there's some some people out there that. I think this is a breakout Kirk Cousins year. It, it sounds like they do that every year. But, I mean, in a pass-first offense, uh, you know, like Minnesota, where you have Justin Jefferson on the other side, he gets a lot of defensive focus, right? That gives other guys time to step up. And and Kirk Cousins, I'm telling you, when it's third third and medium or third and long, he, he'll be looking Justin Jefferson's way. But his safety blanket will always be Adam Thielen. Uh, Adam Thielen also has a lot of touchdown upside. You know, with, with the question – always the injury questions of Dalvin Cook, like – well, is this is this a red zone offense that's probably going to be pass reliant? I probably think so. So I think Adam Thielen's going to get a ton of red zone targets. Be a top fifteen wide receiver, being ranked as like wide receiver thirty five. Yeah, incredible value uh, for Mister Adam Thielen. Logan, I'm going to be honest.
0: I like it. I think you're smart, dude. I just don't think that's a very smart take at all. And that, I'm not giving <laughs> you a comment on your take because my next guy, my next full prediction is kind of going to talk about your guy. So I'm taking KJ Osborne of the Minnesota Vikings to finish as a top 35 receiver. So roughly a wide receiver three in large majority of leagues and to outscore. Adam Thielen, not just, you know, be above him, outscore him in a hole. Now, you look at Osborne, a lot of people might have just went to Google there. Who the heck's KJ Osborne currently going undrafted in basically almost every single league? He's not being drafted at all. He's the wide receiver three on this Vikings team. And Osborne last year, surprisingly, even though the first part of my hot take, top 35, he was wide receiver 38 last season. Thielen was wide receiver 28. He did suffer some injuries. And like you talked about, Thielen does have touchdown upside, but I also think on the flip side, He's got to be very touchdown dependent. Last year, and you know firsthand, if Thielen didn't get you a touchdown, he was not scoring a lot of fantasy points. He had 10 touchdowns last year. He's also on the wrong side of 30, 32 years old. And if you wow. think about what happens, and I'm not, I'm knocking wow. wood. Not, I hope nothing happens. If an injury does happen to obviously Thielen, KJ Osborne stepping into that role. But I think if an injury happens to, you know, a guy like Justin Jefferson, what if something happens like a hamstring injury? You never know. I think KJ Osborne's more. You know, athletically speaking, to go into that Justin Jefferson role, then more so a guy like Adam Thielen, who's more of that safety blanket. I love what Osborne has. We also look at last year. You know, you think of Kevin O'Connell coming over for the Rams. Obviously, he's going to instill a lot of that offensive, you know, mindset into the Vikings' offense. Hence, why a lot of people are like, "Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins, do a big year," because they just saw what Matthew Stafford did in that offense. But last year, think about Van Jefferson. He was kind of that wide receiver three on that Rams team. Granted, you know, Robert Woods injuries and whatnot. Van Jefferson was wide receiver 35 last season. I'm not necessarily saying Van Jefferson's better than K.J. Osborne or vice versa. I think it's apples to apples. But I really do like me some K.J. Osborne today. I'm sorry I trashed Adam
1: Thielen Logan. You're going to have to deal with it. Yeah, well, the, the the problem is what you said. You're like you're like, well, I'm kind of relying on an Adam Thielen or Justin Jefferson injury. Well, if that's part of your analysis, like I, I don't have a crystal ball to look at injuries, but realistically, I I kind of look at him as as what sort of role, what sort of niche does he fit into? And he sort of fits the Justin Jefferson role, more of the stretch the field kind of guy at this age. You kind of mentioned Adam Thielen. Yeah, you know, he might not be a, a spring chicken anymore, but he's still going to to get a ton of work in a PPR type league, KJ Osborne's not going to get a, a ton of PPR work. you're 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 relying on the on the big play explosive upside and that's more of Justin Jefferson's niche.
0: Yeah, KJ Osborne could maybe be more of like a best ball in underdog which shout out to underdog for sponsoring the channel. If you want to sign up for underdog use the code or link down below for a deposit match. But Look, he could be a best ball guy that could get you some big weeks. I remember one in our best bets video. I took some K.J. Osborne props, and he cashed for us, hitting some long touchdowns. So that could be more of that upside, kind of like Van Jefferson was last season. So I'm just saying K.J. Osborne's got a chance. That's all I'm saying. And, look, you basically don't have to pay anything for him. He's going to be on the free agent wire in basically every single league. So
1: consider go snagging K.J. Osborne. Logan, who's your next hot take? Yeah, we're, we're we're going to the running back position now, right? We're going to talk about the New England Patriots. I think the Patriots will finally have a stud running back, a borderline set it and forget it starter. And no, it is not Ramondre Stevenson. I think it's Damian Harris. Look, Damian Harris ranked at running back thirty right now. Take it from a guy that had Damian Harris on it on his team last year. I know how much this Patriots offense does want to commit to the ground and pound, right? Like, you you know, you have Mac Jones and, and and that's fine and dandy and all, but again, I I love teams that their philosophy is run first. So like that's number one and number two is I think he's going to overtake Ramondre Stevenson, right? Everyone, you know, is kind of high on, on Stevenson's upside, but I still remember the explosiveness that Damian Harris has. He has all the touchdown, you know, potential and equity there. And he's, and he's still a great athlete. I mean, Damian Harris, everyone remembers the play against the Bills. We just ripped, ripped off that, that long touchdown and what ended up being the deciding factor in that. And what was it? They were just playing in a windstorm. That, that, that was a crazy game. But Damian Harris w- w- was a big k- fantasy asset for me. And I think he's just going to be one of those those guys that, that if you if you drafted him, you're going to be like, thank goodness I drafted him over Ramondre Stevenson because you know Damian Harris is here to stay in this backfield.
0: Yeah, you know, that's kind of – I don't. I don't hate the take because I look at this Patriots backfield as one that's very divided, very much like a lot of the you know the backfields in the NFL. You don't get a lot of those workhorse backs anymore in the NFL this day and age, but. I think one of these guys is going to be fantasy relevant and fantasy dominant. The other guy's going to be, you know, one guy that's just has a weak here and there and only will be useful if one guy does go down. I do like Damon Harris. They like him in, in New England. He doesn't fumble the ball all too often. He's just a consistent runner ahead. You know, he's north to south. He's north to south. He's not a guy that's going to try to, you know, do four spin moves in the backfield and do all the, you know, crazy. You know, won't see him on ESPN top ten unless he's maybe trucking a guy going downhill. But I do like the take. I think Damian Harris has a chance. I personally, a lot of fantasy football Twitter all over the Ramondre-Stevenson hype train, and I just don't know if that's going to pan out too well. You see what happens when a lot of people are all over a guy, and then it doesn't end up panning out all too well. And I'm going to kind of segue into my next guy who's also a running back who a lot of people are very high on this year, and I'm a lot of people might not like this one, which I saved it to the end. Austin Eckler, great first name. You see in the bottom right to the left of my screen. My name's Austin. I don't want to hate on a fellow Austin, but Austin Eckler will not be a running back one this year. So that means I'm not going to take him in the top 10, not even top 12 running back in fantasy. Now, let's talk about Austin Eckler because I had him last year in my fantasy league. And i to be honest, Austin Eckler, you care carried my team, man. He was putting the team on his back. I had a lot of uh, poor poor injury choices, poor, poor injury, uh, you know, just things that happen that you can't control. Last year, you look at Eckler, running back two in fantasy football. Absolute stuff. This year, being drafted, I'm going to say running back two to five. You know, Jonathan Taylor, the consensus 101. Christian McCaffrey, some people are concerned. So some people do have Eckler in front of uh, Christian McCaffrey. But let's say he's going in that two to five range for RB. So for me, putting him outside of the top 12, kind of a bold take. Now, last year, you look at Eckler, very ton of touchdowns, 20 of them to be exact. That's not sustainable. I love you, Eckler. You're not getting 20 touchdowns again. And if he does, well, congrats. You just return a terrific value on where he's being drafted. But I just don't see it do happening. You know, if he even goes down to 12 touchdowns, which is still a pretty good year for fantasy, it's losing, obviously, like 50 or so points. Now it's going to be down to, you know, running back six that he was last year. We also look at guys that were outside the top 12 last year. Look at a guy like Dalvin Cook. No one's complaining about Dalvin Cook last year, but he was running back 15. Yeah, look at Derek, and he missed four games. Look at Derek Henry. Obviously, he missed a lot of games. He was running back 16. And while I'm not predicting an injury for Austin Eckler, if the Chargers continue to use Eckler like they did last year, He's going to get injured. And I was one. I had Austin Eckler. I needed him a lot of th- times. They had him on Sunday Night Football all the time. I'm like, dude, I need a big game from you. And he would always. It, it's, it's Austin blue tent Eckler because he's always in the blue tent every single game. I just don't know if he can stay healthy. He's even mentioned. I mean, you look at the guys behind him. The guy Isaiah Spiller, the drafted Josh Kelly, Larry Roundtree. They like these guys. And they really like Isaiah Spiller. He's coming back from an injury in the preseason. But Eckler's even talked on fantasy shows. He talked on other things. He said i don't want to be a workhorse back he knows about his contract he knows about longevity in the nfl not long for running backs and he knows if he's used like he was last year he still only has maybe one or two more elite years in him so i think eckler will be great in like ppr formats he's still going to be a good running back in fantasy but i'm just a little concerned about injury history obviously you know he avoided majority of injuries all last year playing 16 games Little concerned about injuries. And while I'm not necessarily saying Austin Eckler is gonna get injured, I wouldn't surprise me if you miss these you know, three to four games. It's not eight, you know, untypical for running backs this day
1: and age. So Austin Eckler, not a top twelve running back in fantasy. Logan, how you like that one? I'm I'm glad you finally came out and said it, right? Because I kind of like teased you when you had Eckler on your team. I'm like, oh, he's just he's so injury prone. Aren't you worried about that? And I, I'm glad you finally addressed you know the injury concerns. Because look, I love Christian McCaffrey, you know, more than any player in the NFL. But I, I'd be lying to you if I said oh, I just know he's going to be healthy and I just know he's going to play a full season, right? Like that's the concern I think you would have with, with Austin Eckler. And that's that's a very valid concern considering where you're going to be taking him in your drafts. Like I, I look at some other running backs as, as uh, you know, b- better options probably. And as you mentioned, this, this this Chargers offense, first of all, what the heck is this Chargers offense going to look like? Are they going to keep playing the Madden philosophy going on forward on fourth down? Like, yeah, like that, that's a little bit cringy. But then, as you mentioned, there's tons of mouths to feed behind him. Like, why would they try to stretch Austin Eckler as much as they did last year when you have several, you know, emerging talents behind him? Like the the NFL, the the modern day NFL is not the workhorse running back. You know, typically there, there's a lot of like third down type backs, some change of pace backs. It wouldn't surprise me if even Austin Eckler like is out for a series, and you're just like. Oh, why is this a you know spiller series or a round tree series or something like that? Like that's certainly possible. I don't think you want a running back as, as high as he's going with that possibility.
0: Yeah, I mean, it does get frustrating. It happened towards the end of last year. It was constantly, you know, he would go in, go out a series, very, you know, Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon esque. Yeah. And so I, I think Eckler, and I mean, I, I just, I'm not sold on him at his ADP at the moment. I'm probably going elsewhere, maybe going to one of those guys like Cooper Cup or maybe even to Justin Jefferson in that range. I think I'd rather take those guys than Eckler at this point, just given, you know, wide receivers are usually a little bit more healthy than running backs. And I'm just a little concerned about Eckler. Logan, what's your
1: fourth and final bold prediction? My my fourth and final bold prediction, and this is like it's borderline bold, but it's really coming, kind of coming after you because uh, you you love talking about this guy and uh, plug for shameless plug for your video, right? Allen Robinson will have another disappointing year this this year, and it pains me to say it because I love Allen Robinson so much, but this is Cooper Cup's team, and that's not changing. It doesn't matter that they 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 got Allen Robinson, you know, in free agency. At the end of the day, Matthew Stafford has just crazy high, you know, chemistry with Cooper cup, Cooper cups always open. And I don't care what sort of defensive scheme like last year was the ultimate year that I'm like, Oh, why, why don't defenses just scheme against Cooper cup? Well, you really can't. Cause he's always open. He'll find a way to get open. And, and he, he does draw too much of a target share uh, to me for, to really look at Allen Robinson. Also, you know, I think Alan Robinson needs a lot of touchdowns to, to be productive. I go back to when, you know, I, I had him on my fantasy roster several years ago when he was still fair, fantasy relevant and really, what made him fantasy relevant was getting those touchdowns. And if and if he's able to get those touchdowns again with the Rams, you know, hats off. Then he was a great you know value pick. But I think his stat line more more often than not might look look like three catches for twenty eight yards or four catches for thirty five yards, something like that, which is like not really fantasy usable so and and i think also the rams this year might run the football more i know that's kind of crazy to to, to think and say but i think that's just the, the rams offensive philosophy right it's going to be you know some some short passes to cooper cup some running the football and i don't really see where Allen robinson fits in fantasy wise i know i know you love him for the value but i just i i don't think he's really worth the draft pick late like i would rather take a guy with with more upside yeah, I
0: mean he's certainly rising up, you know, drafts at the moment. His ADP continues to go up. And I don't really want to talk t- t- minutes and minutes about Alan Robinson. When people could check out the videos and I'll link them on the screen in two seconds about why exactly I think Alan Robinson is a fantasy superstar this year, at least value-wise. I think he's due a pretty big year. Obviously, Cooper Cup's gonna do a you know a big workload, but I don't know, Logan, you might be sleeping on A-Rob. Maybe you got a little bit of hurt feelings after he burned you a couple years ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well he did, and and but I but I know like take it from experience. When he's not getting those touchdowns, it is just it is a little bit disappointing. But, I mean, I reference the people to go back and watch your fantasy videos and then form an opinion for yourself. Do I want to take this guy – do I want to listen to some schmuck named Austin or do I want to take the opinion of a genius like Logan?
0: Yeah, we'll see about that. Those are our eight fantasy bold predictions in almost 20 minutes. If you want to check out the two fantasy football videos we kind of just hinted at, they're both linked on the screen. Go check them out. Give you five wide receivers that I think couldn't win your league. I'll give you a hint. Alan Robinson's one of them. See you guys in the next one. Peace out.